hear ye, all knights of the road are now called into session for the Recruiter Roundtable. And with us at the table this morning is Tim Ashoff. Tim, good morning. Good to be at the table, Dave. Yes, our good friend uh, Joanne Ritchie, who heads up uh, OBAC, the Owner-Operator Business Association of Canada, always says, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you know, in the introduction there, kind of went to, uh, you know, uh, to the 30,000-foot view. We are uh, starting to open up. I don't think that this is a an engine that's going to uh, stop or go into reverse. I don't believe so either. You know, um, the great American economy is is called that for a reason. It's it's vast, and and the people of America, you know, keep it moving. Uh, we're used to the lifestyle, as we were talking in the break, of uh, of a day to day lifestyle that's truly American, and it's it's hard to stop that. And I'm so happy to see that things are opening up, and we can get back to uh, somewhat uh, resemblance of of normal, uh, maybe a new normal, but I, I think we're getting a lot closer to the old normal uh, than we certainly were just four or five weeks ago. Well, uh, for one thing, uh, uh, FreightWaves was uh, running an article, and I forget what the name of the company is, but one of these companies that has access to millions of data points in trucking said that uh, traffic is uh, about 95% back to normal now, uh, which is good and bad, uh, depending on your point of view and where your revenue stream is, uh, that's, I guess, good for the states because uh, the revenue stream is going to pick up again once traffic picks back up. But, boy, there are so many ways to look at each one of these things, and there's so much to learn from each factor as we go forward through the economy, through the society, uh, all the way to the to the base of our um our being as as a uh, as a nation. So, boy, this is a a, a real incredible opportunity for us to uh, move forward and do it do it well. And I know that's exactly what you guys feel over there at Crete. Yes, you know it's it's great to see you know freight moving more again. You know certainly trucking uh, was critical during this pandemic period in, in keeping you know Americans supplied with the necessities. Uh, now it's great to be able to move uh, beyond those necessities, and Americans as Americans are demanding, so to speak, more that we're here for them and we're able to help open up that economy that you know trucking for the most part never went away, never slowed down. And really proud of all the drivers out there, and really all of that trucking supply chain. You know, the shippers and receiver for the most receivers for the most part stepped up too. They helped keep our our drivers safe and in, in the practices they adopted, uh, and are continuing to do that. So I, I think trucking uh, throughout this time period uh, has been a shining star. So thanks to everyone out there that's been a part of that, and we appreciate everything you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that is uh, that is very well stated. Um, Tim, one of the um, one of the things that has really gotten uh, bounced around uh, quite a bit uh, recently over the past, say maybe three, four, certainly three weeks, if not four, are uh, uh, the, the the conflicts with uh, brokerage, uh, with the idea of brokerage, the the um, demonstrations in in Washington that uh, that hang hung on a lot longer than I think anybody thought. 
and then the uh, the response to that, and then freight rates started coming up. But now DAT uh, is saying that, well, yeah, but uh, next month in July, freight rates are going to go back down. Uh, so there, there, there's a real, you know, uh, jagged backdrop for the next question, I guess, Tim, is uh, how would you describe the demand for freight right now? Because I guess right now is the only place we, you can't really look ahead anymore too much i'm more or i guess you try right well, you, you do, but it's certainly hard to predict. Um, you, you try to do the right things, I guess, every day is our focus here. Uh, and, you know, we we know that broker world is, is a challenging one, so it's one that we've never played in, quite honestly. We we have contract rates with all of our, our shippers, and we don't broker any loads out, and we don't haul any brokered loads. So we've tried to say what what's good for the long term, and, and that's so volatile. Uh, we've just stuck with uh, contract freight with some great customers. But as far as freight right now, you you know, we're we're very pleased. You know, we saw probably about starting the the, the end of the first work week of May, things really, uh, for us at least, pick up. In fact, our May uh, for for miles per driver were better this year than last year, and we've we've seen that continue into June, uh, with June miles being better uh, than May. Now, as you know, that, that's a lot of what we haul is, the way. when you can go yeah, back to yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, as you know, you know, we haul mostly uh, food stuff and consumer packaged goods. And boy, we saw, um, you know, on the temp side, for example, French fries start to flow again out of uh, Washington State and and some others, and and that really pick up. And we've seen produce hit now, and we've seen uh, demand for protein um, remain strong. All at the same time, while on the dry side, those basic necessities uh, have remained strong. And can and I, what, can what's I tell you something funny that, about sure. about French fries? I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you just mentioned French yeah, no, fries, and no I didn't get this on the air yesterday but over in belgium they love french fries in belgium in fact that's where the whole thing started not in france it was in belgium and i think they call of, it fritz over there right yeah yeah exactly and and because all of the restaurants and everything are closed they are asking people to eat an extra serving of french fries with your meals to bring the the potato people back and to bring the french fry industry back isn't that amazing you i couldn't pass that up when you mentioned french fries just now you know it is amazing how much you know the restaurant business drives that um you know that that business is one we we did see uh really slow down uh but we as soon as restaurants started to open back up it man it it, it really spiked uh, there just to the opposite direction so we are seeing those things and i guess that kind of goes into what i would say about freight is is while things overall are strong we're still are seeing you know uh, some uh you know fits and spurts here in, in certain parts of uh, of the freight world french fries and, and and produce right now and protein for example really strong um we don't haul much for manufacturing we we do haul a little bit of paint for in the auto world and that's still really pretty slow so uh you know overall for us things are actually going really well but there are still parts of the industry um that are lagging behind a little slower to get restarted um, but i think it's balancing out well for for that and what's been pleasantly surprised for us is we've been really strong on the west coast i think while overall imports are down some um, there has been you know sort of a, a resurgence here and a catch-up period and so we are seeing uh, some strong business in the import world uh, although imports may be down from last year uh, for us in the trucking world um, we the imports that are landing here we got to get out to, to dc's and the stores so that has been fairly busy for us too 
I saw some retail numbers uh, this morning, <clears throat> which, of course, is my reason for not remembering what those numbers were exactly. But uh, retail uh, has uh, has uh, seen a 16 percent, 16 and change percent uh, increase uh, since the reopenings started. So that was considered as very, very promising news in terms of and, and when you're talking about retail, you're talking about imports. Yes, for for the most part, and and we've seen that with our our customers. Um, you know, uh, again, we haul a lot of that food and consumer packaged goods, but then we haul them to retailers, um, and we haul some other retail for those large retailers, and they have been very busy. Uh, you know, you hear about them, the the WalMarts, the Home Depots, uh, the Lowe's uh, of the world out there have, have been very strong, and and that's been good to see because that means the. The, the economy is, is still churning, and, and it's picking up for beyond just the, the food and the necessities. In, indeed. It's about 17 minutes after the uh, top of the hour, as we continue here this morning. And now for something little. completely different. Yes, now for something completely different, Tim. Uh, you just hit on something that I, I just wanted to note here, and you may have seen the news. Um, you, you know the, the clothing chain Joseph A. Banks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you know they filed? Because oh, I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Guys aren't going to the office, so they're not buying suits. <laughs> Isn't that something? Uh, it's a yeah, it's a real know, thing. That, They've been around a long sense. time. I mean, is aren't they over a hundred years old or something like that? Joseph A. Bank. Yeah, you know, I, I believe so. I've certainly seen them around for a long time and, and yeah. across the country. Um, you know, that that may be one thing that, you know, certain parts of that retail industry are challenging and maybe with more work from home going in the future and things, that, that may be hard for some of those uh, retailers to come back. Uh, you Boy, you got that right. You got that right. You know, uh, Tim, I, I just realized what just happened. Um, if folks ever wonder, what do they talk about during what Jimmy Mac calls the hard five at the top of the hour when the news is on? Well, that's the kind of stuff we talk about when we get together with Tim, but we don't really put that on the show because it's, eh, it's not directly uh, pertaining to trucking. But, hey, you know, uh, everything is connected to everything else. So uh, when somebody like Joseph A. Bank goes down, that's saying something, and that's going to have a ripple effect, uh, you know, up and down, up and down the chain, the good old supply chain. So you guys are uh, continuing, and we've talked about this before, you guys at Crete and Schaefer Hunt, you guys are continuing to add drivers during the pandemic. A lot of folks take a look at that and put a question mark at the end of it. Uh, so what is the answer to that question? You know, we have. Uh, we've done it smartly. You know, we've limited uh, some class sizes. We're doing social distancing. We're, we're doing the, the health screenings as, as the new drivers come in. But as I mentioned, you know, we've had consistent demand, and, and we need to continue to serve our customers that, that serve America. So, um, you know, we've been able to do that. Um, and hiring, you know, good quality drivers um, that, that, you know, are core to our industry and core to our, our Crete and Schaefer uh, culture here is something we need, we wanted to continue, and, and thankfully we've been successful. We've also had a number of dedicated fleets that, that continue to grow and have openings during this time, so been able to hire drivers into that, and uh, I, I think that's been a real uh, benefit uh, as we did see a lot of drivers who were impacted uh, negatively if they were in that Joseph A. Bank retail world uh, and saw their jobs, uh, you know, in essence, go away. Um, there are a lot of good quality people in the industry out there, you know, needed a good home, and we we're happy that we we're able to do that. 
Indeed, indeed. Uh, a lot of drivers have gone through a lot of rough times in recent months, uh, a lot of lost jobs, seen miles reduced. I just ran through a thing uh, from the Energy Information Administration, and they're talking about exploration and development budgets in the oil industry. And they took a look at um, 102 publicly traded companies. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, uh, they are really forced now to just squeeze down budgets for all exploration and development. Uh, and uh, it's based on um, a lot of stuff is based on the well, everything's based on the price of crude, but uh, it's not promising for a lot of folks to come back, you know, at least not now uh, in the oil patch. And that's along the line from everybody, you know, the guys uh, drilling to the guys driving. Yeah, that's true, and and I think that's really what, as I mentioned before, we've been seeing some of those drivers that are you know good quality drivers, but in a segment of the industry uh, that has been impacted, and you know we're seeing them come to us. They're talking about you know, hey, I am looking for some consistency, and and with a good you know quality carrier that that has good pay. Um, you know, maybe like the oil field, I can work really hard and make a little bit more money, but it's it's the up and down, and I need that consistency, and I need that benefits for my family, mm-hmm. and and uh, we're happy that you know with our business model, that's something we're able to provide and and provide an opportunity for those folks. You know, a lot of folks when you take the trucking uh, and and look at it at uh, on the surface, uh, it looks like all just one big operation. Everybody's pretty much doing the same thing all at the same time, going in all these different directions. But of course, when you look at the industry, you understand how segmented it is and how how foreign what you do would be for somebody who spent uh, a career or a goodly portion of years uh, in the oil field. So, uh, what are you hearing from these folks as they contact uh, Creek Carrier. Yeah, you know, it's like I said, they are really looking for something that they can use those skills at. You know, they do have great skills, good, great drivers, um, but for something that can be, you know, again, a little more consistent. And so, you know, they look to people like us who we've had that long-term philosophy. Our customer base has been uh, what we call try to call recession-proof uh, customers, and what we found is thankfully they're they're somewhat pandemic-proof customers as well. And so to, to get them to adapt, yes, it's a little different operation than working in an oil field, but we have very varying fleets that often help match those. Some fleets that drivers get home weekly, some every two weeks, some home even nightly in certain parts of the country, and then obviously our core fleet of the over-the-road. Uh, and really finding something that, yes, they come from a different segment maybe, but what's the segment here at Crete that matches up with best uh, with their skills and their personal needs? And we that's, that's rewarding. You know, 10 years Years ago, we didn't have all those options, and so how we've developed these fleets over the years has been uh, good for drivers and certainly good during this time period when uh, people need options. Yes, and boy, in, if you can get a, an option or two right now that uh, you're ahead of the game, you know, uh, the option uh, store has uh, gone down to takeout only <laughs> in a lot of cases. <laughs> and uh, I'm not trying to make light of anything here, of course. No way to, uh, no way we would do that. But, uh, yeah, uh, you, you go with what you have and you do what you can under the conditions that you are in at the time you are there. Um you know, Tim, you know, it's almost unfair to ask this because this, this probably deserves a whole segment here. But um, 
as a company, uh, what have you guys uh, learned? Have you learned some lessons from the pandemic that will help you in the future? Uh, everybody talks about learning some lessons, uh, but are we uh, learning? And are you guys uh, already starting to put some things, uh, and not so much into practice maybe, but um, right there on top shelf? Oh, gosh, you're right. There are a lot of things you could talk about uh, here, and we could take a, a whole show. But I, I'd say, yeah, there's some tactical things, you know, we're, we're trying to help with, you know, going to electronic bills of lading and some other things to help uh, reduce driver interactions at, at shippers and receivers and ultimately make things more efficient. But I'd say, you know, uh, from a high level here, I, I think what this has shown us is that, Having a long-term vision and and being owned by privately held family-owned company that focuses on the long term and says what do we need to do to sustain uh, during the, the good times and the bad has been so valuable for us. Um, you know, during during the high years of trucking, maybe we could have maybe made a little bit more money or, or chased some things uh, differently, higher-paying freight or otherwise. But looking at what we've done and saying, hey, let's find freight that's consistent, that's good paying, that we can give drivers a consistent paycheck at a good pay rate and be, you know, very excited and happy about that over the long term, you know, really did pay dividends for us uh, during this pandemic time with the, the customers we have. But then I think the second thing is, is I think if you really look and if you say if you put people first, you're going to come through any crisis. And, you know, that's one of the things as we entered this crisis, we immediately turned in inwardly and said, what do we have to do to take care of our people? And taking care of people, you know, means obviously yeah, getting our drivers miles and pay, but how do we keep them safe and what do we do to adapt? And, and doing that from the beginning, I think, really helped pull us together as a team. Uh, we knew we were working for each other between the office and the shop and the drivers uh, through that COVID education, getting supplies out to our drivers quickly, and then working with our customers to ensure our drivers were safe. Um, you know, I think we learned if we focus on our values and focus on our people, um, you can get through whatever crisis is out there. So um, those are a couple high-level things. We could talk about a, a lot of more tactical things, but uh, uh, as you said, we could do a whole show on that. And, and But proud of what our team's done throughout this uh, time period and really, again, proud of what the industry's done through this time period. Indeed, indeed. Tim, thank you as always, and thanks for going off-road there with me a couple of times here this morning. I've I, I really enjoyed the conversation. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Dave. Tim Ashoff, everybody. He is, uh, of course, uh, president and COO of Crete Carrier Schaefer Trucking.